Alright y'all Welcome back to the Tyson James Podcast Wanted to start the podcast off with a little music today This is SZA Snooze Definitely one of my favorite albums of last year If you ain't here, definitely go check it out I brought my wife with me today We're gonna be talking about our own personal relationship and giving our opinions and views of what's going on with the culture and the dating society right now and you know I'm gonna be talking a lot about myself and black women I feel like black women is getting a bad rap right now and there's tons of them out there tons of good ones out there Uh, but I wanted to dedicate this particular song to my honey my sweetie my wife my boo my number one draft pick Um, I can't lose when I'm with you so welcome back to the show y'all When I'm with you How can I snooze and miss the moment? I can't lose When I'm with you Yes sir, yes ma'am You were too important Nobody, nobody like you do, you do Such a vibe. Vocals sound good. I need to get in the studio. I'm about to record an R&B album. These nuts. Got him. You were too important. Nobody, nobody like you do. You do. I think I know. Alright y'all, that is SZA Snooze from her latest album, S.O.S. So we gonna get into our podcast now. Um, I actually wanted to start the podcast off with a conversation I had with some gentlemen the other day in the actual locker room. And how this conversation came about was I had bought a bunch of copies of this book, um, and I don't remember the title, but the title was something along the lines of how the black woman can save us all. So I already had in mind who I wanted to give these books to. And I did not want to give it to either of the two gentlemen who found the books in the locker room 
and was offended by the title that a black woman can save all of us. So I got the books on top of the locker. I didn't put them in the locker. I put them on top of the locker. I was in the sauna. I get out the sauna and one of the copies of the book is tossed across the room. And when I when I come to the locker, the gentleman is right there. He's uh, changing and his locker is right next to mine. So he was like, oh, what's going on, bro? Because I was kind of like, because our lockers was close to each other, I was like kind of in his area, but I backed off because I was just like, I'm gonna let him get changed and then I'm gonna come and change. So he he said something to me because he could feel me behind him. And I said, uh, yeah, my locker is right there, but I'm gonna just go over here, you know, take your time, you know, do your thing. And then he said, oh, are these your books? And I was like, yeah. So he started chuckling, he was like, how is the black woman going to save us and she can't save herself? I'm guessing he assuming that I wrote this book and I did not. I didn't even read the book. I just got the book and I was going to pass it out, whatever. So I told him, I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't know, actually, uh, how the black woman can save us. You know, I haven't read that book. I just wanted to give these books out to encourage black women because I'm assuming that is a, a lifting book for black women that's what my assumption is from the title of the book so we got into this whole thing about how the black woman is basically tearing down the community and you know she doesn't love herself and she's out here putting negroes on child support and she's ghetto and she has to lean on the system and you know black women ain't this and you know he was married and you know his wife left him after eight months and she got alimony and you know ruined his financial future and this is what black women are doing and yada 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 and he went on to say that you know it's the willie lynch syndrome then he contradicted himself by saying he's a follower of christ um it was it was it was a a wild conversation basically we spent about 15 minutes on this conversation and from his standpoint he was just basically tearing down the black woman and i see a lot of negroes doing this talking about black women ain't this and black women ain't that the whole time these negroes came from black women their mothers their grandmoms their aunts their sisters are all black women so at the same time, you saying black women ain't this and black women ain't that. You saying your mom ain't this, your grandma ain't that, your aunts, all the women and your family. So my perspective when I was talking to him was, you know, it's not the black woman's fault at all because the black man has not stepped up and assumed his responsibility and his leadership role in the community and i think a large part of black males are doing the community a disservice by not being good leaders by not educating themselves and this is why the black woman is out here frantic because she has to fend for herself she doesn't have a protector 
she doesn't have a provider she doesn't have a leader in most cases and you know women aren't meant to lead and a lot of times when you leave a woman to her own devices is very self-destructing so i'm not putting that on the black woman i'm putting that on the black man who calls himself a leader who calls himself an alpha male excuse me but at the same time he's helping and assisting and aiding the destruction of the black woman by having multiple babies by multiple women not taking care of them not being able to carry his financial responsibility by not being a good visual leader by lying cheating and stealing i mean he, the black man is the nuclear bomb in the community because he's not doing his part and yeah that's basically what i got to say about that um do you have anything to add to that beautiful black woman She's in the bathroom experimenting with stuff. There's all types of things that go on. The leader is supposed to hone that in, take that energy, and um, really use it to get to the next level. But this is why um, I'm so irritated with all of this um, social media talk with basically attacking the black woman. This, it's like, oh, well, women did it, so now it's our turn. Like, that's like some woman shit to me. Like, what what are you gaining by attacking black women? What are you gaining? It's, to me, and like I tell you all the time, it is, this is a culture issue. Um, we all were fucked, and we all have to come together to fix it. It ain't, we're not... Now it's just like put the blame on a black woman. Um, when the black man became non-existent in the household, black women had to take care of themselves. I I was raised by a single mom. I, so, and as I have said in previous podcasts, my mother didn't get child support from my father. She didn't ask him for anything. He just was a deadbeat. So he made a choice not to be around. She had to be a single mother. And I know a lot of cases like that. So she had to be in her own masculine energy because she had to take care of her daughters. So then you want to cry and complain, oh, it's all these masculine women and blah, 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 blah. 
okay, but you're the leader, so when are you going to step up and lead? I mean, all I hear is a lot of whining and complaining. I thought those were women traits. But that's all y'all are doing as men, and it's, it's, it's so annoying. When are the men going to step up and say, you know, every black woman is not how y'all portray them. Every black woman is not out here trying to find a man making a million dollars a year. Every black woman is not ghetto. Every black woman is not bad. Every black woman doesn't have babies by different men. So if you took that energy and focused your time on finding these women that aren't like that, instead of downing the women that are, you have to look at yourself. Why you keep attracting these women? No, all women ain't like that. Am I like that? Not at all. Oh, okay. I'm I'm married. So clearly there's some discrepancies in your in in these men saying all these things about women. And I'm not saying all this stuff is not true. Some of this stuff is very true. I do believe women are delusional about a lot of things. But it takes a leader to come and hone that in and say, Listen, this is not it. This is what it needs to be. And examples. Where's the examples? You know, in the 60s, and we talked about this last night, in the 60s, um, there were leaders, known leaders, that are still acknowledged today. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, all these known leaders. And the men under them were leaders. What leaders you uh, men can you think of today that's black that you would follow and be like, hmm, that's a good leader for the community. Well, I know I I, I know a couple, but they're really not that that visible. No, because no. the other stuff is way more visible, way more visible than our teachers mm-hmm. and our leaders. Uh, mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's due to design. You have to like almost look for a leader, and because they got all the leaders, you know, the good ones pushed in the corner. Think uh, Eric Thomas is is definitely one of the leaders, Absolutely. and I think he was saying that he only had like a million Instagram followers, but it's comedians out here telling jokes and they got ten, twenty million Instagram followers. Nobody wants to struggle anymore, and I think as leaders, you have to struggle. You have to. Educate yourself. You have to put that time in. So many different things that you have to do to become a great leader. It's just men today don't want to do that. They don't want to take the hard road. They want the easy road. And it's hard to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And I hear a lot of men talking about, you know, black women a certain type of way. And it's like the black woman that you want you're not able to attract her and if and even if you do attract her by your physical looks you're not able to keep her because the quality at which you present is trash a lot of times men they want these certain type of woman but they don't have the values to be able to keep her and to sustain her in a good relationship you know so you got all these niggas running around you know fucking all these different random girls you know 
you talking about delusion. These girls look in the mirror. They got to put on makeup. They got to wear fucking these type, these certain type of uh, weaves. They got to get BBLs. They don't have no confidence and faith in who they are. And these are the women that you are attracting. Meanwhile, there's all these other beautiful, intelligent black women out here capable of raising a family, helping you reach your goals, your dreams, your destiny. But you don't look at them because they aren't presenting themselves as hoes. Niggas would rather deal with hoes today. And they're saying they're saying that ain't no good women out here. And. I'm on the other spectrum saying there's a plethora, a smorgasbord of intelligent, beautiful black women all over the place. It's just that they don't have the men to fill the void for all these women. Yeah, and, and then the submissive thing. A woman, when she has a good leader, that submiss- submissiveness is going to happen naturally. Um, y'all ain't leading right. I mean, I, it's just, I've been saying that, you know, why would you want, you don't have no goals, no, you're not striving towards anything, you're just all over the place, um, and you're, basically, your woman gotta carry you, and you're talking about that you're the leader, where, where does that make sense, why did you, why do you think that she's going to submit to you, and you can't even take care of the family? That don't, it just doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. So when you're complaining, and I know men who ain't got shit sitting here complaining about the black woman. Ain't got shit. Nothing to offer. Complaining. Cheating. Ain't got nothing to give but complaining and think that the woman's supposed to, there's no good woman. No, you're the problem. Just like you want to tell women they're the problem, black women, they're delusional, all this stuff. You got to look at your own stuff too, black men. This is not a one-sided thing and it ain't going to be. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's my turn to complain now. Like, that's so weak to me. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that black women don't need to be addressed when it comes to certain things. Because they definitely do. But how are you going to address her? Your shit ain't together. You talking about the black women is all over the place. The modern black woman this, the modern black woman that, blah, blah, blah. That's all I hear. I'm so tired of hearing this bullshit. You the man. And see, I, I, coming from a single household, a single mother household, my mom, just, she, I mean, she ain't had to say it out of her mouth. I watched her take care of us. So instantly in my mind, I go to, I have to take care of myself. That's, that was my mindset. I have to take care of myself. Nobody is going to take care of me. This is what I saw. And Tyson will tell you that it took a lot of programming to get me out of that mindset. Like, I have a partner. I don't have to rely on myself, just myself. My husband takes care of me. He does what he has to do. So I had to get out the mindset of this independent woman. And if you just took the time to actually learn and understand where all this comes from, it and it's a lot of hurt. What black women are hurt from black men, and I just 
don't understand why this has to be so complicated. It really doesn't. You step up, you the leaders, you take responsibility as the leaders. You talk about accountability. I ain't hear no black men take no accountability for nothing in the longest time. You want black women to take accountability for the whole black race? Well, they ain't the leaders. So how you want the black woman to take accountability for the black race in America and they are not even supposed to be the leaders? Where is your accountability? Oh, maybe I need to stop fucking all these uh, these thoughts. Maybe that's what I need to be doing. Maybe instead of opening her legs, maybe I teach her something. Help her to grow. Let her know that she more than that. Maybe I should start doing that type of shit. You know, shit that a leader would do. But you open her legs and then leave her. And then she goes on and continues to do what she does. And then you want to talk shit about her. Mm, unsatisfied. Can't even bust a nut. Can't even bust a nut. Oh, how many women get orgasms? They like say 30%. 30%. Y'all don't care about women. What y'all think? Sex is for men? That's what I'm saying. Y'all not even... You, you so caught up in your own shit. Like, everybody is so fucking narcissistic. You can't even back up and say, you know what? Let's talk about solutions. All y'all do is talk shit about each other. It's like a war going on. This shit is wild. That's why I'm so... I'm so thankful that I'm married. I'm so thankful. I would, If I was single, I wouldn't be dating because, I'm sorry, this shit is just chaotic. It's chaotic. When, when I was dating in the early 2000s, it wasn't like this. You know, you was dating, and yes, it was always a goal to see, to learn more about somebody, to see. The end result was always going to be to be married with with somebody and build a life with them. I didn't go on dates to just be like, oh, he's cute. No. I talked on the phone with people. I got to know them and if I liked them, then we went on a date. And if and if I didn't like what you were saying, then I cut it. It was it's no need for me to keep dragging on, playing games, all this shit. I wanna be in a relationship. I wanna be married. That I wanna be with somebody. I want a man to take care of me. That's always been the goal i don't know what all y'all got going on y'all all about individualism when y'all become 60 70 80 y'all gonna regret all that shit yeah when they buy themselves. y'all gonna regret it believe me because i see a whole bunch of single especially women older women now they, they ain't got nobody they miserable all they got is the kids and they you know they're some of the family members that's still living. Some of them ain't even got kids. Yeah, some of them ain't got shit. So when are we gonna? It, it, when are we gonna come together with solutions and not always playing the blame game? Everybody has to hold their own self accountable. Black women gotta hold themselves accountable for the shit they do, and black men gotta hold themselves accountable for the shit they do. And then we need to come together and come up with solutions and be um, a better. Uh, culture come together. We we all over the place. That's why we can't do shit. We can't get nothing done. Nothing. And it ties a lot into this. Y'all rather fight over, oh, uh, there's no good black woman. There's no good black man. That's what y'all would sit here and fight. Go find a good black woman. There is one out there. Go find a good black man. It's it is one out there. Plenty. Of and then look at there. your own standards. Because if you got ridiculous 
ones. This goes for men and women. You ain't no. You gonna be single at the age of sixty, seventy. Talking about, huh? I want love. You gonna be like Patty Labelle at eighty years old, talking about she looking for love. Who wanna be looking for love at eighty? I wanna be sitting that late, sitting there, old as shit with my husband. Like, dang, like we did it. Like, look at this. This is beautiful. Like, we, we are aging together. We're beautiful. This is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. You kids growing. You got grandkids. You might have great-grandkids. It's beautiful. When my grandma spends time with my kids, which is her great-grandkids, that's beautiful to me that they still, that they have a great-grandparent that they love and spend time with. That is, that's beautiful. Y'all not gonna have none of this shit because y'all too busy fighting. And fucking. They just and fucking. Mu- aimlessly fucking. Aimlessly. Can't even take care of the kids. People out here making all these kids with people they don't want to have. Uh, stirring up more generational curses because these people was never meant to have kids together. Mm-hmm. But because people ain't got no control, no self-discipline. They just run around, sticking their things in anything, and women just spreading their legs for anything, and not thinking about the repercussions of this and what's going to come from this. I don't really have any of this on a woman. I really just have this on a man because we're supposed to be the leaders. We're supposed to be the ones with the foresight and the vision for the future. We are the ones that's supposed to be the builders. The woman is supposed to raise the children. This is what I believe. And this is why I had to get my wife out of work because she couldn't be a wife and have a full-time job because the full-time job is taking all the time and energy away from her being a wife. And a lot of these niggas want to see their woman work hard. How's she supposed to work hard, come home, do the kids' homework, wash the clothes, cook the cook the meals? How is the black woman supposed to do all these things if she has a full-time job? It's fucking impossible. Niggas have to step up to the plate. I think we have to go back to the times where the men was outside working 10 to 16 hours a day to make sure that they could provide for their family i believe that the woman's job is to support from the home uh give the kids baths do the kids homework clean the house these are the tasks that i think that the women are supposed to be assigned to so they could be more in their feminine role exercising how is she supposed to exercise? She been at work for she working ten to twelve hours a day. She carrying the responsi- the the financial responsibility and the burdens of the family. How is a woman supposed to operate fully in her feminine? How is the men supposed to reap the benefits of having a feminine woman if she's out here fighting the world just like you? She's not gonna submit to you if she has to go outside and be a gangster too. Because she has to be in her own masculine energy. And I know this from experience. You know, I, I used to work in corporate. And we had a lot of goddamn problems when you was working, too. I had to work long hours. Sometimes come home, bring my work home. I had to 
and I'm trying to fit in uh, exercising. We talking about this the other day. I get up, I get up at four in the morning, go to the gym, come home, get dressed, take my daughter to daycare, drive in traffic to work an hour plus one way, sit there and have to deal with all this shit all day. I, I couldn't stand the job. Come leave, go get my daughter because Tyson had a job where he didn't have you know his hours weren't set so it's not like he could do any of that like I at least had set hours and then but I would have to come home and finish work if I didn't finish what I needed to do for the day then I had to cook make sure my daughter was good my husband wants some by the time I'm by the time it's time to go to bed I'm ready to go to sleep and he not get what he want I'm frustrated and irritated because I'm just like, did you see all the shit I just had to do all day and you want to ask me to do something else? Like, I can't do no more. I can't give any more. I'm exhausted. And then, you know, in some cases, and I'm not saying that this is what my husband did, but in some cases, you know, instead of the man saying, you know, it is a lot on her. They just go out and cheat. Oh, well, she ain't getting... Like, it's crazy. It's this, it's no, let me look at this situation. Yeah, my wife is doing too much. Because I see in a lot of cases that the man, he go to work and he come home, he eat the food and he take his ass to sleep. Or he relaxing. Okay, well, you know, the mom, it's not that simple. The kids come to the mom for everything. My kid, my husband will be in the house with my kids all day. I will not be home. I'll come home, and they'll, as soon as I hit that door, Mom, can you have this? Can you do this? Can you do this? You was here all day with your dad. You ain't asking him. They literally wait till I get home to ask me to do this stuff. Well, because they know that the shit that they asking me for, the answer is no. <laughs> they already know. So they already but, know they're not about to ask me because they already know the answer is no. Yeah, so this is some, you know, as a mother, this is the nurturer. And you, all of that stuff goes away. So when you telling these, your woman or your wife, oh, you got to go to work. And I understand in some cases you cannot be helped because you need the income. But then you need to look at your own self as the leader and say, well, what can I do to provide more income? So maybe she can get a part-time job or not work at all. Or what can I do? That's what my husband did. And when I got pregnant with our son and... I got out of work because I was a high-risk pregnancy. I never went back. So he came up with a solution because he seen how hard it was and how miserable. I'm not sitting here trying to act like women can do it all because it's not our job to do it all. Well, two, when I got, when I always thought about having a wife, you know, it was a certain type of way that I thought about having a wife. And when you was working... You wasn't the wife that I that I envisioned having because you had all these other responsibilities. And I think a lot of times people pimp their girls out to society for money. And I just wasn't not saying I wasn't happy, but at the same time, I didn't. You wasn't my wife. You was a financial analyst that I live with. And I wanted a wife i wanted you to do wifely wifely things like i wanted my 
my meals cooked. I wanted my clothes washed. I mean, and you did try to do a lot of these things and you did a lot of these things, but sometimes a lot of these things got pushed to the back burner because you was running around. You had to do all these different, you know, jobs and errors that it was for the family, but at at the same time, it wasn't for the family. It was for the companies that you worked for. And I wanted my wife to be my wife. So I've been was telling you to leave your job and I didn't always have, you know, plans to how we was going to get the income. But every day I thought about it. My wife got to go to work and listen to another man or men and do what they say do or else it'll be some sort of consequences. But you can come home and not do what I say do because you got to do what they say do. And that was a no-go for me. My wife is going to be my wife, and I'm not pimping my wife out to corporate America. They're not going to suck the energy out of my wife where she isn't going to have time for my kids. My daughter is a straight-A student, sumum cum laude, magnum cum laude. My son is the student of the month because they get all the nurturing that they need from their mother. My kids are very well-spoken. My kids are phenomenal, to be honest. And it's because they're getting that time and attention that they need, that every person needs from their mother, and they're not on the back burner. My son can go and, you know, hang out with his mom. My daughter get to talk to her mom from the time she come home from school to the time she goes to sleep. She has a thousand questions. They're constantly in communication. And my wife is not mentally dragged down or bogged down, she has that time, she has that energy for our our children. A lot of men, to just to bring this full circle, they didn't get the time and attention that they needed from their mothers because their mom was at work. They didn't, you know, they they got that, they was watching BET. We, I mean, BET was the, was the nurturer. We seen women on there shaking their asses, and doing all these things. So now these are the type of things that's on our mind when we see a woman. We're bypassing we're bypassing the right woman and we're dealing with the wrong woman because the woman that was supposed to take care of us and nurture, she wasn't there. She had to work. I mean, she was coming in the house from her job, being tired, maybe ordering some food, cooking sometimes, and she was fucking getting ready to go to bed because she had work tomorrow. So a lot of niggas was just out here willy-nilly. They don't even know how to deal with a woman because they didn't get the time and attention that they needed from their mother. This is a lot of reason why these relationships are the way that they are, or these situationships, because nobody was there to show them. Nobody was there to educate them. Education in our house is very important. I don't care what the school teach our kids. They don't have to teach them anything, to be honest. Because the education is being provided from their mother. And then also they have their father here in the house, the family nucleus. So we're building people that's full. Our our kids aren't half. Our kids are full. They have their mother and their father in the same home. Their mom isn't being pimped out by corporate America. Their father is getting up every single day going to go get it. My son is going to know how to get it because he's right here with me. I'm going to show him 
the value that my son is going to bring to this world is going to be tremendous because these are the things that I'm putting in my son. My son isn't going to be uh, disrespectful to women. My son is going to value women because he values his mother. He watched his father value his mother. A lot of these niggas don't even know how to do this or be like this because their father was gone and their mother was at work. So this is a lot of reason why the dating shit is the way that it is because we're not dealing with full people. We're dealing with people that need healing. We're dealing with broken people. They might never want to say this, but deep down, all these niggas that's calling bitches hoes and treating them a certain type of way is because they have a broken mentality. They got something deep down inside they need to heal from. They got issues from their mother. They got issues from their father. They got issues that need to be healed and rectified that will never be because the family nucleus is just straight up and down destroyed because the woman is at work and the man is gone. And even if the man is there, a lot of times he ain't nothing. Get y'all shit together, black man. Calling, doing all this shit that y'all doing. That shit is not cool. You supposed to be a leader. A lot of you niggas want women that make more money than y'all, that drive nicer cars than y'all. This is the fucking, this is the mindset of these niggas. I remember being outside 19, 20 years old. We all standing in the group. We all talking about girls that we want. These niggas want college educated girls that got cars, that got stuff. Meanwhile, they have nothing that they're bringing to the table. Dick. That's it. And now they're complaining about the women that's out here. Bro, you don't bring the type of value to have a certain type of woman. And the woman is really suffering because she ain't got too much to pick from. This is why I do believe that every man should have more than one woman too. But I guess that's a whole nother subject. Because these women have to be properly taken care of. And there's not a plethora of men to, to choose from. It's not. It's only a few niggas can't read. Niggas can't write. Niggas don't know how to have conversations. Niggas can't get us into certain circles to be able to provide for an entire family. You have to have some type of skills. You have to have knowledge. You have to be able to apply these things to life. And niggas don't even they don't have a clue of where to start and where to go. So it's really hard for women to find the leadership that they need to find in order to be able to reach their highest levels of femininity. Yeah, and then just the absence of the father is a big issue in black men. Y'all need to go get y'all healing. Um, that's what y'all need to do. You need to figure it out. We all have trauma. You need to work through it. You need to figure it out because y'all butt hurt. All y'all. And it shows, and it's so unattractive, and it really shows that you don't have the leadership skills needed to to move this black community to where it needs to go. And you want the black woman to do it. Hmm. Well, we not the leaders. And um, the other thing I want to touch on is all of this, men don't need women. Now, me and you was listening, I don't was it Think and Grow Rich? Was that it? Oh, yeah, Think and Grow Rich. Think yeah. and Grow Rich, uh, on the audio one day, we were riding. And he talked about... Who, who wrote that? 
Uh, Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. So he talked about how all of this... Now, men are the builders. We know this world wouldn't be set up like this if it wasn't for men. Women, really. This is why... This is why, to me, roles are there. And I know that feminists and all this shit, trying to blur the roles. I don't want the rule. I don't want to go out and build shit. I'm not interested. That's not... That's not my place or on earth. I'm not interested in that, and I'm fully okay with that. I know that I need men to build, provide. Lead. I I know that, so I'm not delusional about these things. Um, but men somehow now think that they don't need women. Of course, the obvious you need them to procreate. That's the obvious. But let's look a little deeper because it was very interesting because I never read that book and hearing that particular chapter was very interesting where he talked about the men that are leaders, they know they need women to fuel their creativity, to fuel their vision, to fuel... They not only do they need women, they know they need women and they know they need a woman's sexual energy to take that energy and turn it into your house, your car, the bank, <laughs> the boardwalk. We could go on and on and on and on. Bridges that you drive over every day. So this all that men don't need women is bullshit. It's stupid. Men need women, women need men. That's why we have both sexes. Otherwise, we wouldn't have them. It's just common sense. When a man can take his sexual energy and put it into a woman, it causes great... I already know from my own experience with my own husband. He come up with all types of shit when he fucking regularly. So... To say that you don't need a woman, to me, it sounds like you just ain't getting no pussy. That's just the truth of the matter. And you just not, you just not it. So, as a man, a black man, you need to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, what the fuck? Let me look at my life. Oh, I ain't had no daddy. Think that's a key problem. Men need, boys need their fathers. Clearly obvious that boys need their fathers. Women cannot raise boys by themselves. Now, you might, as a woman, you know, you, you do what you have to do. It's really not your job to turn him into a man. It is the father's job to turn him into a man. You don't know how to turn him into a man because you ain't no damn man. Won't never be able to do it. You're a woman. You're supposed to give him the love and nurturing that he needs. The man is supposed to guide him, raise him up, and send him on his way to who he's supposed to be as a man. And when you have a two-parent household, he can see how he's supposed to treat a woman. All these men ain't there, and they despise, these boys despise their dads for not being there, but then they act the same way as their father. Treating women like shit, getting them pregnant, leaving all of these things, you follow the same... Because what you, what's your famous uh, quote? If you know the father, you know the son. You know the father, you know the son. But it's the father's job to take all that energy and guide it properly. And 
raised properly into a leader. You you are your son's leader. You're supposed to be your son's first leader. And y'all ain't there. But then you want the woman who got a had a single raised this man, you want her to figure it all out. And then you blaming her because of whatever. No. Yeah, now, my, partially it is her fault. Because we got to be careful about who we opening our legs for. And we got to be careful who we sticking our dicks in. Y'all ain't using protection. Y'all just out here willy-nilly having fun. Doing whatever y'all want to do. Oh, I don't care. Oh, they got shots for AIDS now. The fuck? Are y'all crazy? Yeah, they, they crazy. Y'all living y'all life recklessly. Not real, realizing the effects. We already living in the effects of from when they broke the black family apart. And I'm talking about the government and white people. We already living in effects. When we gonna come back together and say, you know what, we stronger than this. Because one thing that black people are resilient. So you best to tap into your resilience. And everybody has to stop thinking, being on a high horse, thinking, oh, well, I deserve this, this, and this, and I deserve this, this, and this. No, you got to earn all the shit you get. You don't deserve nothing. What have y'all done? What has happened that y'all think that y'all deserve all this? You got to step up. You got to be a man. You got to be a woman. You got to, we have to do better. Everybody. And we watched something yesterday, and I don't remember exactly what it was, where it said, if you think that you about to get married to be happy all the time, you got nothing coming. You, you going to be divorced all the damn time. This is not about, oh, let's be happy every day. Shit, this shit is hard. Y'all just give up. Oh, I didn't like the way he treated me yesterday. I'm getting a divorce. Stupid. You got, you bringing two people with two personalities and different personalities, two different, just whatever. Y'all men and women, that's enough. In life, you just can't be happy all the time. You anyway. just can't. That's, that's not even real. So y'all living in this delusion and, and you think that we're going to get to the next level. But I watch all these other communities and I think it's, a, it's sad. It's sad because no matter what, they together. They help each other. They do. Black people ain't trying to help their own family members. Crab in a bucket. I mean, you see a family member out there working hard, doing what he need to do, what she need to do. And she need a, they need a little assistance. Y'all not interested. But if they go to jail, then you ready to freeze for a crime they committed. Are y'all serious? I mean, just think, this shit is backwards as hell. Y'all listening to this, what is it called? Drill music? Drill music. See, I'm old, so I don't know. Drill music. But all I know is this drill music, the frequency in it is causing y'all to act fucking retarded and crazy. It's so negative. You understand how frequencies can affect your mind and how the frequencies and music can cause you to act out on what is going on in the music? Y'all don't even know how y'all being programmed. Y'all have no idea. This shit is way deeper than you think. And you sit up here and you talking shit about black women and you can't even get your shit together as the black man, the black leader. Now your boys is all wild. Every day we got to watch is 5,000 shootings in Philadelphia every fucking day. Like, it's ridiculous. No love. 
They don't have no fear. They don't love themselves. They don't love nobody else. They don't care. This is from the accents of these fathers who act like, well, I told her to get abortion. Well, you know, she shouldn't have netted her in her in the first place if you didn't think the consequence was going to, like, y'all act like pregnancy ain't a consequence. Like, that ain't gonna happen. You having fun? Oh, yeah, let's sit on my dick. Busting up, blah, blah. Are you pregnant? Why would you keep it? I'm not gonna take care of that baby. A mom start having attachments to her child as soon as that child start growing in her stomach. So you think, you know, I'm not saying, you know, some women, of course, they get abortions. But some don't. I don't, I will never get one. I can get pregnant right now at the damn near age of 40 and I'm not having an abortion. Because I just, you know, that this was my, our doing. And it's our responsibility. Y'all having fun, you're not being responsible, you're doing whatever, and then don't want to take the responsibility. Well, I told her to get an abortion. Now, how about you didn't come at her in the first place? How about you said, this is not a woman that I want to procreate with, so I'm not going to fuck her. How about you say that? Oh, she got a fat ass. You know, I need to put my dick inside her. I mean, really? That ain't even no special thing no more. Fat asses is all over the place. You know special? Ain't nothing special about it. This just goes back to dudes not knowing their value and what they worth. I say this all the time. Like, my son got to know his value because when I was out here doing the shit that I was doing, I didn't know my value. I didn't know my worth. I had sex with girls that shouldn't have been able to touch me. I was just way more valuable than they were and you know this is when you in the danger zone really when you having sex with people who don't bring value to your life and then you have a baby now this is how generational curses start you know y'all got two different value systems you value this and she value that or vice versa the woman could be more valuable than the man and she's not knowing what she's getting into because she doesn't know her own value and her own worth. So this has to go like people have to start really knowing what they're worth. These women, I, I'm going to just say women for right now, but because there's men out here scamming too sexually. They know what you worth. They know what your value is. So they intentionally trying to get pregnant or have a baby by you. The problem is you don't know what your worth is. You don't know what your value is. So I wish... That somebody would have talked to me about my value when I was young, when I was coming up. Because there's, I would say, 80% of the girls I slept with, I wouldn't have slept with because I was bringing way more value to the table than them. And they shouldn't even have been able to sleep with me, basically. But because I was lost, because I didn't know what was going on. You know they got a real chance and you know those that could have ruined my life basically fortunately i was able to withstand that and now that i'm here but you know we got to understand our value and what our worth is and we can't just be giving our temples to just any and everybody hiv is up herpes is up syphilis is up all of the sexually transmitted diseases are up and you having sex with somebody just because they look good. 
or you can't control your own sexual urges. And I'm definitely talking to the men past 25. You can't control your own sexual urges. That's a problem. You have to be able to control your own sexual urges. Every time you get horny, you shouldn't just want to have sex with anybody. It should be a certain caliber of woman that you looking for. I mean, even in the animal world, animals don't have sex with every animal. These women, like, no, you're not the one. They got they got birds doing bird songs. There's three of them. They up there singing to the woman. It, she picking the best singer for genetics. This is their mating call. She looking at them, all these other, like, nah, nah, not you, not you, not you. These people, they just out here, they just a fuck anything. Some of these girls, they having sex with four or five different people in one week destroying themselves me and my boy was talking about this yesterday if you meet a woman that's 25 years old that's a virgin right now she could be in poverty her value is immense you know because she hasn't given nobody herself somebody will come from anywhere and marry her and be with her because she is not for the streets. Mm-hmm. A lot of these women is for the streets. They, they're never going to tell you they real body count, so don't even ask. You have to just go based on how she is. You have to be a good observer. And, you know, newsflash. Women, if you've been having sex since high school and you're now 30, 35, 40, you got like 80, 90 bodies. Niggas is not trying to hear this. Oh, I only had sex with five people. I only had sex with 10 people. That's delusion. If you've been fucking since high school and you now 30, 35, 40, you're not married. You haven't, you ain't been in no committed relationships. You got three kids by three different niggas or two kids by two different niggas and you're not with them and you still fucking. You damaged goods. You trash. Preserve yourself. A hundred percent. And again, this circles back to the absence of the parent household. I'm not saying that people who live in two parent households don't do these things, but it's it's not as common because they have the both parents. They did a study about men raising kids in by themselves versus women and the men fared out better like the kids were better mentally these are single men versus single women the the kids fared out better mentally everything like they were better children yeah, better kids because the men the real men are the disciplinarians right I even watch you with our kids. I put these little people on punishment. I'd be like, no tablets, no TV, no nothing. I leave, I go out, do whatever. I come home, they got their tablets, they got their TVs, they got fucking trolls, they drinking juice. This is, is this why, for me, the onus is always going to be on the black man. We are the pillars. We are the leaders. We just need 
more men to really step up to the plate and do what it is that is necessary. Life is not easy. It's not always going to be a fun time. We have to handle our responsibilities and our priorities if we ever want to see progress in our communities. This same study is showing that single family, single women raising kids, the kids are more likely to be in jail, uh, more likely not to be successful, more likely to be a failure when you only have a woman raising the kids. The kids are at jeopardy. This is why we are so far behind in, as a community because only one out of four black women get married. There's not a lot of... The family nucleus has been destroyed. So we have to bring the family nucleus back. We have to make it cool to be with our families. We have to make it cool to treat our women right. It shouldn't be cool to downgrade, disrespect, and degrade our women. That should not be what's up. Definitely should not be. Um, and like I said, it starts with you. So you have changed your mindset and stop blaming each other. What is the solution? You know, if you're a man and you know you're a leader and you're not living in your leadership start putting the pieces together i bet you a good ass woman uh like a magnet comes to your ass more than one they gonna flock to more you more than one that's real shit because that's how that shit go you you watch lions they flock the the, the women flock. i mean this is too you can watch you know y'all want to say y'all so far we're not animals but you are this is primal shit what are, you, what are you talking about? If the woman's naturally going to go to the most fit, the person who could provide the most, this is this is what happens in nature. We are in nature. Just because y'all want to be on y'all high oh, well, we, have a, we can talk and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes I feel like the animals is more advanced than y'all because y'all can't figure out nothing. Y'all get too complicated. This shit ain't complicated. You want to be an alpha male? It's a rare trait. And it's hard as hell. It's only one king in the. It's only one lion in the pride. That's that's the king. So that's what you you got a lot of work to do, and you can't be sitting there complaining about women. That is so anti leadership. Now, like I said, the women of flock. It it it's like a magnet repel uh, a magnet. Oh, yeah. He he's clearly, and you can t- women can tell. If they have a leader. Like I could tell even. I feel like. I'm not going to say before Tyson could tell. But I knew something was there. Before we even got serious. So I, cl- I clinged to that. The previous relationship that I was in. was complete opposite. I, I So you. You have to. Uh. You have to make yourself a worthy candidate of good women. You think that you're going to do all this stuff with these women who aren't quality and then complain about them and tell people that there's no good women and you got to do go overseas to do blah, blah, blah. 
I, I mean, that's fine. That's what you want to do. I don't really care. But don't say that all black women are are bad because that's not the truth at all. And I know some that are single, unfortunately, because they kept picking the wrong fucking man. And now they 40 and 35 and whatever. And the time is just a ticking. And because they didn't pick the right man, they single. So you can't tell me that there's no good women out here. Men play a lot of games. I'm not saying women don't because they do as well. But men play a lot of games. And I really think men have to tell the truth. Lay that shit out. Lay it out before you even go on the first date. Before there's even any chem, before you even say, "Oh shit, this is this chemistry," because everybody on their best behavior. Lay it all out. Listen, this is what's going on. Uh, X Y Z. This is this is me. So I want to tell you this before we go further, because if you're if you can't handle this, then we don't even need to talk. And the woman should do the same. We can't even talk. Because what is the point? See, y'all want to be, oh, I'm so perfect. I'm great. Oh, I'm the best. You, you you like a resume. All the highlighting, all the shit. But none of the negative shit is on there. And then when they ask you about it, no. Uh-uh. But the actions, because you can't hide that shit. That shit going to come out. Nobody can hide their negative side or their, their bad side forever. We all got flaws and shit that's fucked up inside of us. You can't hide that shit forever. So you it's better if you just lay that shit out. Listen, these are my blah blah blah, these are my issues. Here we go. This is my yeah, here goes my resume, but here goes my negative shit. I want you to know about it because if you can't handle it, and that maybe not even so much negative, but this is how I am. Everybody has a shadow. Yeah, and if you if you're if the the woman is going to rub against this that she knows she doesn't that's stuff she can't handle she should say okay no i don't can't handle xyz so i think it's best we go our separate ways but that's not what y'all do y'all go on dates y'all have fun y'all drink y'all fuck and then as i always say woman's pussy is attached to her heart she thinks she about to husband you and you ain't thinking about her not another day and then you get all this cycle of fucked up shit and where is the progress? Somebody got to make the sacrifices. Somebody has to say, listen, this, what we're doing is not working. I mean, I feel sorry for y'all. Y'all need, y'all don't need, and y'all don't need to be, if, if your goal is to be married and happy, y'all don't need to be taking advice from single people. You need to be taking advice from married people. What did married people do? What happened? Where, what, you know, this is who you need to be taking advice from. Does that make sense to take advice from a single person who has never been married or divorced 5,000 times? I mean, the divorced person could probably tell you what not to do. But if you want a successful marriage, you look at successful married people. That's who you follow. Y'all ain't doing that. Y'all huddling with y'all single friends, talking uh, talking shit. What? That don't make sense. That's why y'all stay single. You are the product of the five people you hang around. You hang around five single people and you single, you're going to stay single. This is how this shit go. You want to be married, you need to hang around married people. You need to be in there. You need to call them up. You need to be calling your married friends. 
What did you do? What goes on? Blah, blah, blah. You need to be in tune with that shit. So when you start changing your mindset, then you could do that. Now, some of y'all don't want to be married. That's fine. I'm telling you, it's going to be a lonely road at the end. We're not meant to be alone. Money can't fill that void. We're not meant to be alone. What's Kurt Frank? What's on? I need you to survive. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. So, you know, this is, to me, it's sad. It's so sad that we have to talk about this and go through all this. You know, I, I just always view marriage as a positive thing, a good thing. Um, that's what I wanted. I didn't want to be nobody's baby mama. I wasn't interested in none of that. I wanted to build a family. I want to have a family unit and move that unit forward. And that's what we're doing. And it's not easy, believe me. It is a, it is hard. But life ain't easy. So you could go through it by yourself because there ain't no good women or um, there ain't no good men and but y'all keep attracting the bad ones. So then never look at yourself and your toxic shit. Because it ain't just... If you're attracting all this negative, it is you. You're the problem. Because they will be who they are. But then you need to look at you. Why, why am I attracted to this? Why is this what I keep bringing to the table? And then complaining about it like it's going to change with somebody else. No, it's going to change with you. You got to stop saying... Uh, it's no good men. No, it is. It's good men. I know them. They out here. I don't even live. I, I I live in New Jersey, and it's a whole bunch of them. So I know it's some in the rest of the world. But if you are constantly attracting, if this this bad boy mentality or whatever you are attracting, that's what you keep bringing in. You got to look at yourself. And say, something ain't right with me that I'm attracting all of these men that aren't producing what I want. Maybe it's you that's not your, maybe you need to look at your criteria and your own values and stuff. And the same thing go for men. All these women ghetto. No, they're not. No, they're not. Who told you that? I don't come from the hood. I didn't grow up in poverty. None of that. Hoes are a lot funner. I think I talked about this a lot, too. Okay, so are we 15, 16, 17, or are we 25, 26, 28, 29 trying to build something? I mean, just let me know. Because, see, the fun hoes that y'all be and y'all have babies with them, they try to ruin your life. No, they be ruining niggas' exactly. lives. And then it's, oh, what was me? No, what was not you? I don't feel sorry for you. This is your decisions. You was having fun. I see it all the time. Because people think somewhere along the way started to think that they needed to have fun every day and life isn't hard. Like, I don't know where the switch happened at where people just thought that they could just be happy all the time and the only thing they seeking is, is happiness and they just chasing being happy every day. That actually leads to a miserable life. Because as the saying goes, if your life is easy, it will be hard. And if your life is hard, it will be easy. So you choose 
what you want to do. We're going to wrap this up now because I'm about to go to the gym. You figured deal me. Ugh. So you got any closing remarks? Not really, but I hope that as a, particularly a black community, because it's important to me um, that these younger people realize before it's too late. And somebody did say, we have to just go through it. And that may be true. Um, but I, as a mother of two black children, is my responsibility to make sure that they don't, we're going to minimize these chances of them being the products that so many of us are. You know, that's why the baby mama wasn't going to work for me. I, I've been to kids need a mom and dad. I didn't have a dad, so I know how it feels. I've been to that. You look at your own, especially you children who were raised by single parents. You you want that? Because it's just always a void that will never go away. And my kids can go to their father. My fa- Their father can raise them. Their father can do what he's supposed to do as a man for his kids. And I don't get in the way of that. And she was actually hating this morning. <laughs> My son gave me a hug every morning. Mm-hmm. And he ain't give me no hug. So I had to go get my hug. No, nah, no. Nah. What happened was, tell the whole story. Me and my son was having a... <coughs> me and my son was having a good time. We was doing our father-son thing. And she was getting jealous. No, he was in there talking shit. Because my son told her to... Fall back, mom. Chill, mom. No, that's what his daddy told him, and he repeated it. He don't. My son don't talk to me like that. Cause he, cause she was getting in the way of what me hug. and my son was doing. Me and my son was bonding. Me and my son was doing our thing, mm-hmm. and she was just over there, just getting all jealous because now my son is really starting to defer to me more. And before it wasn't always like that. Before he was always up under his mom and he wanted his mom. Now he don't be like that no more. He wants his dad. That's why I need all my hugs because I know he's going to be a man and he's not going to, you know, need as much nurturing. So I got to get all my hugs and stuff now because they grow fast. I got to get all my love because he loved, my son loved me. He loved me and that. It's just a As a matter of fact, you was hating on me and both my kids this morning. Me and my daughter this morning. No, because he I, was I, trying to come at my daughter's neck, talking about she didn't come say goodnight to him. And she was in the room telling the whole story, and he kicked her out. And then want to sit up here and be talking shit in the morning. No, 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 no. No. Nah, you ain't even telling the story right. <laughs> I went to work, because I'm the one that wake the kids up, get them ready for school. So my daughter was supposed to come see me last night, and she did not. She went to her room, and so when I was waking her up this morning, I'm like, yo, what happened? You were supposed to come see me last night. And she was talking about, oh, well, I needed my rest. I was tired, so I didn't come see you, and you mad because I needed my rest. And I'm saying to her, like, listen, I, I don't, I know you need your rest, but you came in here, and you was watching TV, playing on your damn phone, and they ain't had nothing to do with rest. And she was just like... Oh, dad, I was tired. I ain't blah, 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 all this stuff. So I'm talking to her, telling her how I felt about her not coming to see me last night. 
Then her mom gonna come in there talking about, oh, she was trying to tell you a story last mm-hmm. night. And mm-hmm. You kicked her out the room and all this other stuff. Yeah, true story. And I listened to that whole story that my baby said, and it was all over the place. It, it wasn't <laughs> a str- it wasn't a streamlined story. I I go. In a way, I kind of didn't really even understand what the hell she was talking about, but I was listening, well, though. imagine, I had to listen to it earlier, and it was longer, but I understood what she was what she was getting at. She said there's a boy in, in that class that go around beating, harassing kids. A new girl came in her class yesterday. He kicked her in the stomach, did all this shit. He was acting crazy, and she said that all the students basically told told the teacher what he was doing because it was he's been doing it the whole year and it's out of control and that he should be expelled. Yeah. And I don't think I disagree because why the hell is he kicking little girls in the stomach? If that nigga kicked my daughter in the stomach, bitch, Chitty, his, Chitty, his dad better be ready to come to the school or his <laughs> grandpa, somebody, somebody Bang. better be ready because bitch, it's going to be a motherfucking a duel, bitch. You put your hands exactly. on my motherfucking baby. Um, he might get jumped. And I say, like, you know, on another subject, we're going to end this podcast, but I want to say, give your kids freedom of speech. It's the First Amendment. Stop trying to stop y'all kids from talking. Stop trying to shut them down. I know people told told me that giving my kids freedom of speech was, the, was a terrible idea. And they're, they're kids. You have to teach them and show them how to speak so when my daughter or my son has an error in the things that they say and i correct them but i can see that my kids are flourishing they're not shy they're not timid they they can speak my daughter is well spoken she can read better than most adults and it's just from basically just giving her basically human rights she can say whatever she want to say and that's going to continue I see a lot of people shut their kids down. Their kids be docile. Their kids be shy. So in the example, a lot of times, some of these kids be being fucking molested. And they won't even say anything because they've always been shut down their whole life. So give your kids the opportunity to be able to say what's on their mind. You're not going to like the shit that they say all the time because even with, you, with with the people that got jobs, when your boss talk to you, you don't like the shit that they say all the time. But they can say whatever they want without consequence. So for our household, our kids are going to continue to be able to say anything that they want to say. When they say things that's out of pocket or out of turn, they will be corrected. But other than that, my kids will continue to be able to have the freedom of speech. And I hope that you're mature enough to give your children the freedom of speech as well. That's going to be my closing remarks. Yes. And it's, to just touch on what he said real quick, it's not, you know, you should teach them to be res- to have respect and talk with respect, but you shouldn't be stifling what they say, if that makes sense. Now, they shouldn't be like, bitch, you fucking blah, blah, blah. No, of course not. That's just not going to work. But they should be able to come to you, mom, you made me feel a type of way because of X, Y, Z, and you shouldn't be shutting them down. And I know from experience exactly what he said. You can't say nothing because you uh, you get shut down immediately. And you can't speak your mind. And it shouldn't be like that. But you have to teach them to be to have respect for you 
in in other adults and just in general and but let them talk because when something happens and they can't come to you you gonna live with that when you find out about it later you have to live with that but why you feel and then you want to cuss them out but why you feel you can't come to me because mm, every time I try to talk to you you cussing me out you shut me down um, you tell me to get out your face and whatever and I'm not saying you have to be perfect because none of us are but it's important that the kids express themselves. This is why adults can't express themselves because as kids, they weren't allowed to. So now they go into adulthood, they don't know how to communicate properly, they don't know how to talk properly, they don't know how to do things properly because every turn, they was being shut down by adults when they was just trying to say how they felt, tell you what was going on with them, and then it gets to the point where they don't bother no more. Then, when something come up, or they teen pregnant, you, oh, I just, no, 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 no. You look at yourself. You wasn't guiding. You wasn't letting them talk. You wasn't letting them speak their mind. Don't be mad. Help her raise that child. Help her raise that, that child. Goes. First of all, families should be helping people raise all the kids any goddamn way. I don't really get no help with my family with my kids. It's just like me. But family should be helping motherfuckers raise kids. Takes a village. Takes a village. That's real shit. This is Tyson James Podcast. We out.